0: Welcome everybody to Fergo and the Freak. My name is the Glorious League Freak. This is episode 204 and I thought that we'd do a little bit of a rundown of the rounds games in round 11 of the National Rugby League. A little bit of news before we do that. Trent Barrett has been confirmed by the Canterbury Bulldogs as being their head coach for three seasons starting from the 2021 season. Um, he's going to stay at the Panthers as an assistant coach for the rest of the year because apparently he's got a clause in his contract at the Panthers where if he took up another head coaching role, he had to stay at the Panthers for the remainder of the 2020 uh, season. So that was a little bit interesting. Um, so yeah, he'll that's been confirmed now, so we can all um, look forward to when he starts whinging his way out of that job. Uh, the other little bit of news that's doing the rounds is that Sunny Booms is heavily being linked to returning to the Sydney Roosters. He's only going to play like five games, though, if he does play for the Roosters and then the finals, obviously. I don't know that this is going to happen. Um, a- as Andrew has said before on some of the podcasts we've done earlier this year, Sunny Booms didn't play very well for the Toronto Wolfpack in Super League. Ended up being benched a few times. He's on a $5 million deal at the Wolfpack, which obviously is probably null and void at the moment. Um, And I just don't see how the NRL, when you look at some of the things they've done in the past, like Israel Folau was going to sign for the Parramatta Eels a number of years ago and they wouldn't allow him to sign because they said that he was going to sign for too small an amount under the cap and they felt he was a higher quality player than the amount that they were going to sign him for so they don't that so what they do is they put a, a nominal value I believe it is on a player and they say basically we're not going to we're not going to register this player under your salary cap unless it's registered for at least this amount. So I don't understand how a player that is the highest paid rugby player in the world from either code that is on 5 million bucks a year can sign for any small amount for any NRL team. But we'll see what happens there. I tend to have a feeling that he's going to end up signing for them anyway. And, You know what the Roosters are like. They've always got salary cap room when they need it. And good luck to them too. I don't think he's going to be a particularly good signing for them. But I think that any depth they can get in the back row will be good for them at the moment. And look, you might as well give him a run. Anyway, let's have a look at Round 11's games. And first up Thursday night, we have the Eels taking on the West Tigers. One thing the West Tigers have been really clear about this week is that they're not thinking about Ryan Madison, who is back into the side this week. They're not thinking about him at all. Um, Their CEO, Potato, he's not thinking about them. Um, They just wanted to make that clear. Dryfield is out because Mitchell Moses actually comes back into the side, so the Eels have named Ferguson, Moses, and Ryan Madison to come back into their team. I have a feeling that this is going to be a little bit of a wake up call for the West Tigers in this match. They've been winning games, but not against quality opposition. And I think that the Eels are, after a very disappointing game last week by the Eels, I think the Eels are going to turn it on for this one. They're going to want to turn up and have a big, big performance. And I just think the West Tigers are going to, they're in for a bit of a rude shock with where they're at this season. Um, they've put so much pressure on themselves as well going into this match, like trying to start a war of words with the Eels and Madison and all that. I I just think it's pressure they didn't need going into this game. So I've tipped the Eels in this one, and I don't think it's going to be a close game. Then on Friday night at 6pm, we have the North Queensland Cowboys taking on the Seagulls. I thought the Queens, North Queensland Cowboys... They played all right last week against the top of the table Panthers. Um, obviously, Paul Green left and they've been taken over by Josh Hannay as the head coach now. He wants to try and prove himself for the rest of the year, get that head coaching role as his going forward. But they take on a pretty tough Seagulls team. The Seagulls are, you know, they're one of those teams that normally don't give you an easy match. They've had a couple of games this year, though, where they haven't turned up. So that'll provide the Cowboys with some hope that they maybe do that again this uh, in this round. I just can't look past the Seagulls. I just think that they're a more seasoned team right now. And the Cowboys, you know, you can never tell how a team is going to perform when the coach gets sacked. Sometimes they perform really well. Sometimes they fall right off a cliff. And you, I just don't know. So I'm kind of sticking with the Seagulls in this one. Then at 7.55 p.m. Friday night, the Broncos versus the Storm. This match could be a cricket score. Um, the Broncos come out this week and the board said that they will do a review of Anthony Seibold's position at the club at the end of the year, so it looks like he's not about to get sacked during the season. Um, I think the Storm will just slaughter them. I, this is going to be a walkover. The Broncos have looked looked absolutely pathetic this last month and the Storm are starting to look better and better as the season goes on. I think that Craig Bellamy with the Storm, he's been trying a few different things with Cameron Smith and Brandon Smith, a few different combinations and I think those combinations are starting to work a lot better as time goes on. Um, Brandon Smith has been starting in the front row. He's been moved to hooker. Uh, he's such a versatile player, and because he's so strong, he's able to play so many positions for them. It's kind of amazing. I think he's almost played in every position in their front uh, in their forward pack this year, so that's incredible. But, yeah, the Storm, I think, will absolutely slaughter them. Um, I believe that game's at Suncorp Stadium. Then, Saturday afternoon, we could be even – I don't know what's bigger than a cricket score – But we could be seeing it as the Warriors at the Central Coast host the Sydney Roosters. I think the Roosters' form has been inflated by a lot of people in the media. I think they've been playing all right, considering they've got a lot of injury concerns. But, you know, they're not the world beaters that I think the media has been uh, saying that they have been. But they're going to absolutely slaughter the Warriors. I can't see the Warriors... Getting within 50 of them, quite honestly. This could be a record score for the Warriors, a record loss. From memory, the record loss was, uh, I think it was 62 points. I think, I'm pretty sure it was 62 points. So let's keep an eye on that one. You can actually have a look at all of the record score lines for clubs, their biggest winner margin and their biggest loser, loser margin on leaguefreak.com. If you go to leaguefreak.com, Go to the search bar and put in record books, and they'll all come up. They're all tagged like that. (coughs) Excuse me. 5.30, Saturday afternoon. This game, I've got no idea who's going to win this. The Sharks host the St. George Illawarra Dragons. The Dragons have the better lineup. The Sharks have been winning games, but very, very unconvincingly. I mean... I found it weird that uh, Sean Johnson was strutting around the field last week when they were beaten up on the Warriors because the Sharks didn't play that good to do that, quite honestly. Um, I picked the Sharks in this one just because they're at home. Um, they are getting wins, but I, I and I have no faith in, in either club in this one, though. So, you know, the, I, I think this is the biggest 50-50 game of the round, to be honest with you. Um, it could go either way, but I I tip the Sharks. And then on Saturday night, we have the Raiders hosting the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs have a few players out of their, their lineup. Um, you know, the Raiders haven't played great at all this season, I don't think, even though they've been able to win some games. I just think they haven't hit their peak form this year at any point. Um But I still think that they will beat the South Sydney Rabbitohs. The Rabbitohs, I think, are a fringe team for the top eight. Whereas I I think the Raiders, if you go in their form this year, I think they're probably fifth or sixth. I I expect them to finish fifth or sixth. In fact, I expect them to finish fifth, and I would probably have Manly behind them. Um, So, yeah, I, I went the Raiders in that one. Then, Sunday afternoon... Knights versus Bulldogs at two PM. The poor old Bulldogs, I mean, they're they've been coached by Steve Georgialis. If I was Steve Georgialis, I would actually quit. If the club isn't going to show him any faith going forward as a replacement for Dean Pay, I don't know why he would stick around and just cop the losses for Trent Barrett for going into next year. Um Steve Georgialis by everything I've ever heard. I was he was actually a teacher of mine in high school for one lesson in math. But for everything I've heard about him, he's a really nice bloke. He's very hard working assistant coach and he kind of deserves better at the Bulldogs, I believe. So um but and he got them, you know, performing all right last weekend. Uh but I just think the Knights this year under Adam O'Brien are a very good team and Adam O'Brien's gonna done a sensational job with the Knights. I expect them to win this game and win it pretty well. And then at 4 o'clock on Sunday afternoon, the last game of the round, the Gold Coast Titans hosting the top of the table, Penrith Panthers. As a Panthers fan, I'm a little bit worried about this game. This would normally be the sort of game that the Panthers would drop in the past. It's a game they really should win and win comfortably. The Titans every so often do turn up to play. Um, the The Panthers should win this one, and and I don't know why. I, I just I'm a little bit worried about this game for them. Um, I still tip them, obviously. I still tip the Panthers. Nathan Cleary last week was playing absolutely out of his skin. He's been great since he came back from his t- TikTok ban. So they should win this one and win it comfortably, but. As a Panthers fan, I don't know what it is. There's just something about this game worries me a little bit. So that's the round of games coming up. Uh, There's no other massive news. Um, The Canberra Raiders look like they're going to get Harawira Naira from the Dogs uh, on a mid-season swap because he looks like he doesn't want to go back to the Bulldogs. And... Obviously, the Bulldogs, they got Nick Kotrick for three seasons from 2021. That was announced a couple of days ago. Uh, Todd Payton, the coach of the New Zealand Warriors, the interim coach, I guess you could call him. He's a little bit upset that other NRL clubs are not loaning the Warriors players. He thinks they're not doing enough to support the Warriors Uh Look, I understand that a little bit. It would be a little bit frustrating if every player you want to give a run to from other clubs was not available to you. But look, every team is dealing with injuries right now and I can see where where other clubs are sort of, you know, hesitant to give get rid of players to the Warriors that they might need. You know, they might need them this weekend even. So that's a, a little bit of interesting news there. Um, and there's a little bit of talk that the New Zealand Warriors could be looking at Paul Green as their their head coach for next year, but you know there's going to be so much speculation about who the coaches are going into next year um you know everyone's name's getting tossed up at the moment, so um you know he I think Paul Green is going to be linked to pretty much every job that is available next year as most coaches are at the moment. Uh, just a little bit of other news Injury news A back injury may end Come uh, a this season at the Storm Which is a big blow for them He's a really good forward He adds a lot of depth to the club Big dude And uh, really damaging ball runner So not having him there will be A real uh, real blow for the Storm Going forward if he can't get back Before the end of the year Anyway That is a look at round eleven in the NRL, I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. It's a little bit of a quick podcast. Once again, we're trying to mix it up a little bit so you can have some quick episodes, some longer episodes, and you just listen to what you know you're more interested in. Uh, that's the good thing about our podcast. We we try and mix it up so that there's a little bit of everything for everyone. We've got uh, Sandy coming on the podcast. Uh, On our next episode, we're going to have a fun episode with her. We've got a few more history episodes lined up. We want to do a mid-season rundown of teams as well. We know it's just ticked past the halfway mark of the season, but, you know, we can do whatever we want. It's our podcast. So, and just quietly, just really quietly, could have a sponsor that we're about to announce in the next week or two? So keep an ear out for that. Anyway, if you want to support the podcast, I would suggest the best way to support the podcast is not only to subscribe to it, but to tell all your friends to subscribe to it. Anytime you share a uh, tweet about a podcast episode, you retweet it on Twitter or you share it through Facebook, we immediately see the results of those shares and those retweets in the numbers. It is like a direct... We directly see a correspondence between how many shares we get for our posts um, for episodes and how many listeners we get and how many subscribers we get. We don't get exact subscriber numbers, but we can see whenever someone subscribes, uh, just the numbers jump up by a significant amount. So anytime you can support the podcast, we love it. We encourage it all the time. Another way you can support the podcast is to go to patreon.com forward slash RL Project. RL Project supports Andrew in his efforts to digitise rugby league history. Um, it's a fantastic cause. Rugbyleageproject.org is something that we all use and it is a fantastic resource for the game. And there's nothing really like it online for rugby league. Um, it is used by official organisations all the time. Uh, it's used by journalists all the time. It's used by fans all the time. So if you can support uh, RL Project on Patreon, do it. Um, if you want to support me on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash Freak. There's no space in league between league and freak. Um, I've got a couple of, I've got three levels that have merch. The top three levels you get merch. So the first one, you get a sticker. Second one, you get a t-shirt. Third one, you get a mug. You've got a Uh, subscribe to the Patreon for three months before you get that sent out. And it's free. Once you've been on for three months at those levels, it's free. And uh, everything that I get through the Patreon, it goes into site costs for uh, LeagueFreak.com, which is obviously my main site, the Rugby League Podcasting Network, which is RugbyLeaguePodcastingNetwork.com, which has all the very best uh, independent rugby league podcasts on there. That's a fantastic site. Check that out. Furgo on the freak.com, which uh is really good. You should check that out as well. It's uh really well laid out. And then NRL Breaking News.com is another website that I own. Uh, I'd tell you another thing to check out is nrl com. It's part of the leaguefreak.com website. I post on there every single rumor that I see in regards to rugby league player movement, um, the the biggest of club news. Uh, coaches being sacked or signed or moving around, I put all of that on there. Um, and you can just have a look through. I, it, I just chuck it up there. So it's a real quick reference to all of the rugby league rumors and stuff that are going on. So check that out, um Bookmark that, share it around. And and if there's rumors, I just chuck them on there really simply so you can see it at a quick glance. And, uh, yeah, so... Patreon.com slash League Freak and it also helps with like you know getting all the content out there. It helps pay for the microphone I'm talking into right now. So if you can support me and Andrew in our endeavors, you don't have to if you don't want to, that's all fine. But uh if you want to give us a few dollars, that would be fantastic. Um check out fergunfreak.com. You can see all of our episodes there. Uh, you can see all our episodes with guests. You can see all of our history episodes that are all kept sort of together, so you can go through them very easily. Um, and then go and check out our Twitter feeds. Andrew has Andrew RLP, and my one is League Freak, no spaces. And yeah, the, tell your friends to subscribe, grab their phones. I saw uh, Brad doing, he was grabbing his friends' phones for the starting block. And he's subscribing all of his friends' phones to the starting block. We would like to see you lot do that for Fergon and the Freak as well. So if you do that and you take a video of it, send it to us on Twitter and we'll post it. We'll put it absolutely everywhere because we love it when you take over your friends' lives and, and force them to like things that you enjoy. That's always one of the best things about being around your mates. Anyway, hope you have a good rest of your day. Check out our next episode. Sandy's going to be on. We'll talk about what's going on with the Toronto Wolfpack. We will talk about the Eels versus Tigers game. And we're going to have a little bit of fun with Sandy. We're going to go through a list of things that she has to work out if they are true occurrences in rugby league history or if we're making them up. So that should be a really good laugh. If you want to send us an email or if you have any suggestions as to questions, we should ask Sandy um, or any scenarios we should put to Sandy. You can email us, podcast at leaguefreak.com. If I don't answer your email, I will read it out. Me and Andrew will read it out together on the podcast. We try and answer every single email. You can also go to fergonthefreak.com, and you can go to the contact section and contact us through there. And we will not miss anyone's email, okay? We answer or read out every single person's email. So yeah, get in touch because we love talking to you lot. We love the interaction with that we have with our listeners. It's all amazing. So thanks for your support and we'll catch you soon.